This podcast is brought to you by Lacrosse All-Stars. Growing the game, one podcast at a time. What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Lacrosse Podcast, brought to you by Lax All-Stars on the Lacrosse All-Stars Podcast Network. I'm your host, Filthy Rich, and uh, Justin's in Cuba, so you just got me this week. Ah. Add, add in those crowd cheering sound effects, Joe. Um, we got a lot of lacrosse to talk about. It was another wonderful week, but uh, we'll get into that right after a word from our sponsors. Wooden sticks haven't died, they've just evolved. A hickory box across frame can still be used. It can play against plastic and metal, and in the right hands, it can win. When it's all said and done, and my stick making days are over, it's humbling to think that my sticks will still be out there. Alright, welcome back. Uh, got a lot of lacrosse to talk about, so we'll jump right into the weekly recap. Georgia dropped two this weekend, surprisingly. Uh, Toronto beat them uh, 14-9 after, I mean, a serious run. It seemed like they were having maybe a little bit of goaltending issues. I, I, don't, I don't know, but Lyle was still doing his thing. It was, it was a wild game of goals. They, they started to make a comeback, but uh, it seemed like Toronto was just too much when you got Captain America on the floor. What are you going to do? Um, San Diego looking really good again. Uh, defeats Calgary 15-9. Uh, New England defeated Georgia 13-12. Just held on uh, just long enough. Man, I, I can't believe Georgia dropped two this weekend. Uh, Buffalo came in came in hot. Ian McKay had a great game. They, they took down Philly. We had a, it seems like we're having a hard time. Stopping these early runs. Uh, Buffalo, they, they got on us. And, and even though we did make a, a comeback, we tied it back up. It just seems like, for some reason, these early runs are taking a lot out of us. Uh, but, um, I mean, you know, it was, it was still a good game. We're playing well. Big Cat did his thing. Uh, come on, boys. Just, just, just give me one. Justin will be back, and he'll be talking trash again. <laughs> uh, so, Saskatchewan took down Rochester uh, 12-7. San Diego, again, uh, it seemed like a couple people were playing twice this weekend. San Diego took down Vancouver, 11-10. And uh, Colorado left the Wings, the, the, the only defeated team, uh, beating Calgary, 12-7. Uh, so, uh, man, you know, we, we, we got to do a little bit of, we got to do a little bit of looking inward to get a couple wins, but maybe, maybe we just got to fight more. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what Justin thinks about that when he gets back. But uh, rough, rough weekend and rough weekend for Philadelphia lacrosse again. On a more positive note, we have my interview with Joe Von Miller from LaxCon 2019. Uh, we had the pleasure of sitting together uh, for a quick interview after a panel on being black in lacrosse, but really the larger issue of diversity in not only our sport but you know in the community in general. Um, we'll take a quick word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Wooden sticks haven't died, they've just evolved. A hickory box across frame can still be used. It can play against plastic and metal and in the right hands it can win. When it's all said and done and my stick making days are over, it's humbling to think that my sticks will still be out there.
So ladies and gentlemen, again, joining me on the podcast, we have Javon Miller, Joby Nation. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, so we just sat in on a panel um, for, uh, I had a couple great, great people on it, uh, Joe V, Kyle Harrison, um, uh, uh, the director of Icon Sports, I'm sorry, her name is Jasmine Smith, yeah, Jasmine Smith. I'm, yeah. I'm slipping, um, Detroit, Detroit City Lacrosse, we had some, uh, some, some great, uh, I feel like powerful figures in, in lacrosse, especially from the uh, African-American side of things. Um, but basically just discussing the, the black lacrosse experience. So I figured since I had him here, we might as well uh, we might as well talk about it. Joby, thanks for being here. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Um, so I guess uh, just to start off, we're just going to jump right into it. Um, discussing, you know, being black in lacrosse and, and I guess growing the game in general is, is kind of our purpose here with uh, Lax All-Stars. Um, what, what do you what do you think is is one of the uh, the most important parts to growing diversity? I guess in the in the game of lacrosse. I mean, we discussed and uh, we'll, we'll get into that later. But uh, you know, we always talk about you know representation is always key. Sure. But um, one one point I, I think uh, I, I heard was was that was really awesome was the uh, and and I don't sorry I don't want to guide this conversation. <laughs> but I, I thought sure. this is you know as a growing up you know when we didn't have this kind of representation I always noticed that. Um, in, within our own community, people are like, "What are you doing? That's white people stuff, yes. you know." Like, and, yes, and, and sure. but but honestly, the craziest part is now it seems like, I'm, I mean, I'm in the streets and people are like, "Oh, hey, yeah, we're out here," you know. Yeah. Like that's that's one thing I've noticed. But can can you speak on the topic of, you know, us versus us, or I mean, let's not say versus, but you know, there's a I guess for the longest time there's been this idea that well, one side is doing it wrong, you know. So I guess there's this level of how people are defining authenticity as far as whether it be playing lacrosse, whether it be coaching lacrosse, or that you're being in a space that's unfamiliar with black people in particular. And I think that over the course of time, luckily over the you know, last, I don't want to say five or six years, we've got much more comfortable being in these, uh, in these spots, in these spaces where it seems like there's a level of camaraderie now, there's togetherness now oh, yeah. that I don't believe that was there maybe five or six years ago. Oh, absolutely. Ago, so. it, yeah, it doesn't even seem like it, it was that long ago when it wasn't there. Um, and, and do you think, uh, and I mean, I know I think, I think a lot of the, the progress with it growing within our community is the, and you know, we hate the coded language, but let's just call it this, sure. these, these uh, inner city programs sure. where you're basically, you're giving kids who might feel that you see the suburban side and it's like a bunch of rich yes, white sir. kids and stuff and they're like, okay, yeah. that's not, that's soft, that's not for me. But now you have these programs where we all look alike, we're from the same neighborhoods, you know what I mean? And it's, yes. it's, a, it's a lot, it's more palatable maybe yeah. to the community. Um, it's, the fact is, is it's like with anything, you're more or less, you're going to, you're go if your friends are in there playing basketball, then you're more than likely to yeah. play basketball. Absolutely. You're going to be, you know, whatever is around you, especially if you want to do something athletically, you're going to be more prone to do whatever your friends are yeah. doing. Team-based sports. Yeah, exactly, yeah. team-based sports. In our particular case, introducing lacrosse is one thing, introducing it correctly yeah. and actually having people that are going to stay in the community is another. So i uh, notice a lot, well, luckily now we're getting more, you're starting to see a lot of these um, heads that are staying in these areas and where they're around the kids consistently yeah. rather than, hey, let's do a clinic even though the kids can't pass and catch. Yeah, and then, see and then I'll, see you, I'll see you again yeah, next yeah. year. So now you're seeing a consistency with a lot of these, um, especially um, higher ups, people that have cash in the game that are finally going into these areas and consistently being around these kids of color. And now you're starting to see um, the game is not, 
I won't say it's as accessible as it can be, yeah, oh, but I still, but I do believe it's going in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. It's a lot more accessible. I mean, even just sure. when I was in high school, I mean, you know, we, we barely had a team. So yeah, even yeah. It's, it's just, it, it's, it, we're still getting there, but it's definitely a lot more accessible. Yes, but also speaking on the, uh, the accessibility and, uh, and developing, you know, these young players, we tend to discuss, um, you know, black and lacrosse, the not getting, um, I don't want to say the proper attention, but you know, the term brawl gets thrown around and we're not getting as much, you know, of the opportunity to grow as, as skilled players, sure. you know, so it's also a good thing being able to see, you know, uh, a kid who might only get to go to one clinic, you know, a, a year having proper, you know, coaching and stuff and, and actually, you know, we're, we're able to develop, uh, you know, our, our, you know, our, our talent. It's, again, I, the fact is, is if you see somebody who can play, he's, he's, he's an athlete. I think the unfortunate part is we have terminologies that seem to only be associated with black players, people of color in particular. So if he's really fast, but he's got a great split dodge, but can't shoot, he's raw. If he doesn't understand the game, it, you know, through and through, he's raw. He's he's good. He's a project. But the fact is, is that there are just as many white kids, mm -hmm. and just even more, seeing as the fact that we are such a minority in the game, where. That's the same instance, but you're like, he can work with this guy, but yeah. he can't work with another. I'm not saying that as a, a you know, to, to be divisive on that. I'm just simply saying that it it's seems like the terminology. Perception, yeah, yeah. Perception yeah. is everything in this case, but um, I, like I said, I think we're getting a lot closer to the conversation. Not even the conversation, we're getting closer to actions being where you see the same kid, black kid, white kid, black kid in particular, and you look at him and say, if I work with him on this, you know, this thing, that thing, or whatever, I can make him a hell of a player. You're seeing that more often now. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, it's it's guys like you and and you know Kyle and Chaz Woodson, and it's it's kind of crazy. Um, even just having you know the, the more we get out there, and you know the, the more um, we're actually able to display, you know, the skill that we have, it's it's becoming easier. You know, it's like now you could go back and say. Yeah, but like, okay, but Kyle Harrison, you know what I mean? Sure. So it's like, yes, I'm, a, I'm, I might be a raw athlete, but like, you get, you get me some shooting drills, and you know, we can talk about jump shots. I think know? the cooler thing is, is actually you're getting more examples now. Yeah, yeah. So the fact that it wasn't very saturated at first, so you could only refer to Kyle Harrison. Oh, you could only refer to Johnny Christmas or yep. just mm -hmm. Chaz Woodson once upon a time. Now it's starting to get flooded. I really, I believe when I was in college. It was a really cool time because it was myself. I was a number 18 overall recruit and then the Bratton's number one. I was going to say, two. I was going to say, we were, we were hard that year. Brothers. We came in yes, hard that year. Yes, we came in together and I had met Shamel. I really don't talk to Shamel as much, but I talked to Shamel sometime into our college careers and uh, we, we made a pact to each other to stay in contact. So it was really cool that, I mean, we played, of course, Syracuse, Virginia is the big game every year and we yeah. have ESPN or ESPNU and we have all those people watching the games. It was really cool that we were on the same page. Mm -hmm. We knew we were actually, it was bigger than us. Yeah, yeah, you know what you uh, mean. You're playing for a bigger purpose than yourself. So um, it was cool to have it saturated, like I said, with three midfielders at the time. If I'm missing anybody, I'm really sorry. But I do remember those three, you know, those two in particular, we were all part of the same class. Um, highly touted recruits. So it was really cool to be in that, that space. But like I said, you're starting to see more and more in a more consistent time, so yeah. it's not just, you remember the time when the Brattons and Joe Miller were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's getting more times that they're crunching them together. So yeah, we're, more saturation, absolutely. Yes, sir. Um, and, and speaking on saturation, you know, hopefully once again, one in sometime in the near future, we'll, we'll be able to get another all black team. Because listen, <laughs> I'm just saying, 
and, I mean, and, and you could you could speak on it, getting to play against them, sure. even being on the opposite side. Like there is a level. When, uh, we we recently we got the, we, we were honored with the opportunity to go up to uh, Onondaga to play last night, oh, wow. and and you know there's there's people from all over the world, but sure. even still, like you're on opposing teams, you you line up, uh, faceoffs going on, you line up, and you look to your left. And there's another black dude, right. and you yeah. pause him for a second because yeah. you're talking. It's like, yo, it's crazy. We're yeah, out here. Sure. It's like so, like yeah, that like just just there is a joy and like a something spiritual about like seeing you know seeing your people out there and, and sharing that experience because we love this sport. We, yes, we you know it's like when you see someone, it's like oh you you know how that how I feel about yes, this. Sir. Yeah, yes, sir. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, game is game is beautiful. You know, I think we're. Like I said, I think five, six years ago, we are in a much different spot. We're in a much better spot these days. And I think we're going in the right direction, but I just think it, it, it involves people that honestly don't say it's their problem. Yeah. When oh. you keep saying it's not your problem, I mean, I guess you're kind of, you're kicking the can down the road rather than picking it up. Mm -hmm. So the fact is, is that the conversation is, is ongoing, but there's more people talking about it. That's a beautiful thing. It's not just a small little area, you know, group of kids. That's beautiful, and we're getting closer and closer, like I said, to getting over that that proverbial hump. Yeah, I mean, and, and it seems like in America it tends to be the conversation is always what everybody's uncomfortable about. Yes, sir. Um, but you know, I mean, these instances happen, and and we, you know, I, I hate to keep referring to the panel we just we just watched, but it was it was a great one. Um, speaking up for your teammates, you know, uh, yeah. and as coaches, just taking charge and and empowering, you know. Empowering individuals, empowering your your your, your players and your teammates, yes, um, because it is all just it's all just a community. And uh, you know, I grew up in North Philly, and I guess I had an interesting experience in, in well, because I was you know well I was one of three black players on the team, but really I was the only one that was there from across. Yeah. The other two followed me from football, and yeah. we could stay in shape. And the coach said we yeah, like yeah. to hit people, <laughs> so it was cool. Um, but you know, it was a really diverse area, so. It was when we when we traveled to the suburbs, you know, and you'd see like one black kid on their team, yeah. and you'd be like, "Oh, that's, that's that's weird, I guess." But I didn't notice because when we went back to school after practice, you know, it's at it's as diverse it's as possible. Yeah. So so I never even you know had to deal with that until you know you, you get later on in life and you realize that once you're away from from that diverse area, no one else is used to seeing. No. Like maybe they never had one black player which on their is, team, which is common. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, it, it's unfortunate, but it is somewhat common. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just, uh, I think, yeah, the saturation and, and just getting to know each other, because we're all here for the same thing, and, yeah. and when you realize that, like, we're all just here trying to play lacrosse and, and enjoying the sport, and it's yes, all sir. about respect, and like, yes, yeah, just, you know, speaking out when, when it's, speaking out is really easy when you're in a position, when it doesn't affect you. Speaking out is extremely easy when it doesn't affect you. Yeah. So, yeah, that's like, you know. I guess I, I just trailed off on there. Oh, no, I'll say speaking against might be a lot easier, I guess, in, in most cases. Oh, yeah, because you're with the crowd. Because you're with the crowd. So uh, in, in many cases, it's if I tell you that I've been discriminated against, but you've never felt discrimination, you might just tell me right away I'm wrong. Yeah. You know, which is unfair, but it's common. Also, the fact that this is, in most cases. I mean, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. So I, I completely understand both sides. I do. Um... Honestly, I, I, we covered a lot. I, I can't even really think of uh, anything else right now. Um, I got a podcast. Oh yeah, there absolutely. <laughs> yes, you know I, I apologize. I'm, I'm kind of I'm a little starstruck. <laughs> I, I follow the podcast, so I forgot. If you don't, definitely check out Joey's podcast. If you want to plug that for us. Sure, it's like the Give It Context podcast. Um, 
it's honestly it streams on everything now it's on spotify it's on apple you know on ios it's on all of it so yeah give it context um, I actually just got picked up recently by Lacrosse Radio. So I did, I did of, see yeah, that. I did so see that. all of my, uh, they'll stream through their their uh, website now. But uh, it's it, look, man, it's it's most of the time I'm not even talking lacrosse. Yeah. We're actually talking about sport related issues. Yeah. Have an ethical um, spin on it. I, I literally just the other day just ran through all of, all of your episodes, so I'm I'm pretty <laughs> caught up. If if you haven't, you should definitely catch up on Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. But but yeah, it's a great podcast. Um, they can catch you on social media. Yes, uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram in particular, Jovi Nation, J O V I Nation, N A T I O N twenty three. Jovi Nation twenty. It's always active. Uh, if you have any, if you ever want to chat, shoot him a message. He, he's he's quick to respond. I, I feel Incredible. like he's. Uh, some people don't enjoy these conversations, but without him, you know, we, we can't we can't grow the game. So thank you for being here. Much appreciated. As always, yes, thank sir. you for tuning in to Lax All Stars, and this is the Lacrosse Podcast.